it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Man's is dying. Oh, God, I feel like I'm getting slaughtered in the woods. What's up, everybody? Ryan back again with another episode of the ATX Metal Podcast. And in this episode, I sit down and talk with members of Scrap Pile, Jake and Jesse. Uh, I recorded this a few weeks ago whenever their single release that was titled Slaughtered in the Woods that's on their latest EP, the Eagle Lake Slasher. And I just wanted to help them get the word out and put this music in more ear holes and get some more attention to it because these guys have been supporting the podcast for a long time and they they just they just represent like what is Texas metal or what Texas death metal is they get up there they put on a great show it's heavy it slams but yet they're some of the nicest people off stage <laughs> i feel like i feel like the more brutal the metal the nicer they are it's like you know listening to their music they probably crochet on the weekends but who knows stay tuned listen up we talk about uh we talk about how slaughtered in the woods came about the backstory um you know faces of death not that that's related but there's just there's some some crossover there from like back when we were younger and those images being burned in your head and how that you know this is the reality of world you know you're you're in your bubble and you're like there's no way this is going to happen to me but you know they were just exposing some things that happen in the underbelly of society and you know we talk about you know personal picks off the new album i go on a like a tiktok rant or something i don't know but it, it, it's just a really good interview and i'm i'm happy that they that they were able to take some time out of their day and just you know get the word out about the new ep uh, all the links are in the description below, along with all of the sponsors. Uh, thank you, Come and Take It Productions and Come and Take It Live. Uh, if anybody out there is wanting to get booked or interested in a show date, you can hit me up and I'll try to see what I can do to help you get on a bill. And if you need any merch to sell while you're there, you can hit up BumperActive.com. They are our direct sponsor for merch and they have a physical location on Burnett Road here in Austin, Texas, or you can just hit them up on BumperActive.com. Let them know that the podcast sent you and uh, see what they can do for you. But with all that said, I hope you guys enjoy uh, brutal music for happy people with Scrap Pile. Here we go. the show everybody my name is ryan host of atx metal podcast and today we got scrap pile you know what the deal is it's about to get heavy and i just moved my camera God, par for the course uh introduce yourselves go around the room where you're from what you do in the band and then uh we'll just go from there you want to go first sure uh my name's jake miller i am the uh the vocalist of scrap pile my name is jesse pina that's p-i-n-a just like the pineapple in spanish and I am the drummer for Scrap Pile. He also does a lot of songwriting for us, and uh, he does on our last two singles and our whole album. He did all of the production work, mis- mixing, mastering, recording. He did all of that. Ooh, some in-house love sessions. I love it when the band can just do their own thing, and it comes because I mean we've all been there where you know the one guy in the band says I definitely can do this, and then you hear the end result, and it's like <laughs> you definitely can't do this. Like, yeah, no, Jesse did a great job with all of that. He's all. I, mean, I like to think I did an okay job because you know, <laughs> like the like the imposter syndrome where I'm listening back and I'm like, I don't know if this sounds good, honestly. Well, I can tell you that I I can't remember exactly when I kind of fell in love with you guys. It had to be somewhere around like killed in a cave era. Um, oh yeah, and and 
and plus you guys aren't really like you guys come to Austin, but you're you guys are like what Eagle Eagle Pass is that right? Eagle Eagle Lake Eagle Lake on the Eagle Pass. That's the shooting range down here. Um, yeah. So and you guys are kind of situ- situated like in between Austin and Houston, right? Yeah. So we're like right in between. It's like probably an hour and a half, two hours each way. Oh, to either major market. Yeah, either or. Mm-hmm. God. Well, at least at least that doesn't suck. Too bad. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you could say it sucks. Yeah, yeah, anywhere we play a show, it's at least an hour and a half drive. Now, I think I mentioned. I think I, uh, I I saw something that you guys might have a venue that is starting to throw more shows closer to where you guys are at. There's, I mean, there's places that are close by, but they don't do metal. They do like more country or oh, like cover band type shit. That makes sense. Country, country will always have a home in Texas. You can throw a dart at any town, and there's some dude with a guitar and a sad story. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but thanks for thanks for joining me. I know it's this is uh, this is the earliest I've ever done a podcast on a Sunday, and hey. you guys actually look like you didn't play a killer show last night and you're you look well (laughs) you look more refreshed than i do i'm a little under the weather with these with the pollen and everything but that pollen's killer right now dude i okay are you guys uh native texans or or are you uh transplants like me no we're native native okay so as a transplant i've been here 13 years so i feel like i'm not a transplant anymore you know like I've got, I've got roots. Uh, you got your card. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I get said card? That, you, you know, got your Texas card. why is that not a thing? Why we're going to create it? Hashtag TM in the circle registered. We've got it. We're going to start doing official Texan <laughs> cards. And, uh, but this, I never, I don't like, I feel like I'm a healthy individual. So whenever I do come down with something like this, like obviously I sound like a little nasally, I guess that's how I sound in my headphones. But it just, it's this pressure and one nostril's clogged, one's not. You wake up the next day and they reverse themselves. I'm sucking down antihistamines and chugging NyQuil and shit. Like, or how are, I I know this is not like the metal conversation we thought we'd have (laughs) right out the gate. But (laughs) if you are in Texas, you understand that allergies are fucking people up. All the time, like throughout the entire year, there's no like season. It's just standard. Yeah, it's always year round. Anytime there's like, uh, especially with like all the weather that's been coming in from the north. I know they've had all those crazy storms and shit, and, and so all that weather's blowing down here, and it just sends the pollen up to like a hundred percent. I mean, so so as as natives, like, are you guys? Do you guys have your own like? Are you guys affected as much as people like me? Uh, I'm definitely not. I have no allergies. I've never had issues with them, but I know a lot of people that are native Texans that do. I can't say I really get too many like allergies and stuff. I think I have just pretty much a God complex when it comes to being sick. And I just tell myself I'm not sick. And there we go. I'm just not sick. Just daily affirmations in the mirror. Like today, yeah. Jesse, you're not sick. You got it. We're not, we're not sick. We're not sick. You know, it is surprising that uh, what are the people that go to the hospital all the time that think they're sick? He, oh, um, he, hypochondriac. Hypochondriac, yeah. So the power, it, it's weird that we kind of stumbled across <laughs> this because I was thinking about this the other day or the other week, how the mind has so much power over the body that if you, you know, kind of just will things to be, you know, especially if you're sick, you're like, oh God, I feel like crap. And you just kind of, you kind of get in your own head and, you know, maybe, and, and I think I went down this rabbit hole, like, okay, well, if I think I'm sick, do I also think that I'm depressed? Can I become more depressed? And all this other stuff, because with mental health today, I mean, it's always been a thing. It's just, there's so much more of a highlight on it now, just because, you know, I'm 39. And so my parents and my generation were taught, you know, just suck it up. Don't be a bitch. Don't cry. Don't put your emotions out there. You know, you're, you're a fucking man. You need to da, 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 da. And now over the years of podcasting, I've learned that, you know, <laughs> podcast is like therapy. It's definitely free, yeah. definitely cheaper than therapy. Uh, but, but yeah, like keeping, keeping a healthy mindset 
in all regards, whether it's, you know, do I feel sick? Do I feel depressed? Do I feel happy? Um, I, I know this is kind of like a weird segue, but how, how do we, how do we keep a positive state of mind when we've got slaughtered in the woods, like <laughs> just <laughs> crushing your ear holes? Cause I'll tell you what, I can't understand any of it. So I got to get some lyrics behind slaughtered in the woods. I'll, uh, I'd have to send you some, I mean, so I can pull them up. Yeah. Quick. Jesse has them, but, uh, so slaughtered in the woods came about the whole concept. Um, it's from a video that went viral back in the wild west days of the internet. And it's like a, a gore, like snuff film video from these guys. They were a uh, serial killers in Ukraine and they would videotape their crimes and put them on, on, on the internet. What? And it, yeah, it's crazy. You can read about it. I can, I'd have to send you like the name of it. It's some crazy Ukrainian yeah. name. So this, this specific one went viral and it was a video called three guys, one hammer. And so the video is about these, these three brothers who were serial killers. They kidnapped this dude, drug him into the woods and they beat him to death with a hammer and videotaped it and put it on the internet. And I saw it when I was like 13 and it yeah. burned into my memory forever. We're watching these things when we weren't supposed to be watching them. Oh, like, like faces of death. Yes, exactly. Okay. Like it shit like that. And so it was like a whole like 10 minute video of them murdering this dude with a hammer and a screwdriver. And so, okay. So yeah, I guess this does correlate to mental health. Cause yeah, I mean, you, you're a very pleasant person. I mean, I've met you, I've <laughs> talked to you, uh, we've hung out. I mean, well, obviously we've, we've, we've interacted and, and that's the one thing that I really think is crazy. It's almost like the more brutal, the metal, like the nicer these people are, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's um, how it usually goes. But, but yeah. So, so you, you saw this video when you were like 13. Yeah, I was, it was 12, 13, somewhere around there, you know, just searching dumb shit with your friends. And you think you, uh, uh, one of those things where it's like, who's going to look away first type thing and be the weenie. But, oh. uh, so yeah, that's like <laughs> burned into my memory forever. And so we came up with the, uh, the concept for this song and well, I think the title came first because we always like come up with ridiculously brutal titles and just whatever sticks is hilariously good or something like that. And so when we landed on Slaughtered in the Woods, that's the first thing I thought of was the three guys, one hammer video. And so that became the concept for the whole song. No shit. Is there, is there going to be a music video for this or is there? Uh, not right now. I've been thinking. <laughs> I'm been sorry. Thinking, maybe we shouldn't make one for this because there already, there's already one that kind of exists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can really top that. I don't know if you know. You can't top the real thing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I should, I'm not like. Golly, I'm laughing just uh, not at the guy that sadly got murdered in the woods in Ukraine by three people in a hammer. That's not it's not what I'm laughing at. I'm just I think it's just the absurdity of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the Internet, you know, I always say like the Internet's crowded, you know, it's, it's full of shit. Uh, literal, like it's full of shit. <laughs> there's 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 corners. There's corners of the Internet that just should not exist in my in, in, in my personal opinion. Um, yeah, for sure. But with that said, uh, how, so <laughs> explain, explain to me what like 13 year old you is experiencing whenever you're watching this, you're just like, dude, this is fucking gnarly. Like, I mean, how, how did that, like you and your bros, like down, like down in like grandma's basement, just watching it on some like illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so basically we, uh, we were, it was just me and a bunch of my buddies and we were just like, parents weren't around and we were on the computer and we were just looking up this stuff. And it's like, like I said, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, who's going to look away first and be the, be the wuss. But at the same time, it's like extremely uncomfortable because it's almost like you can feel everyone being traumatized at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, we laugh about it now, but yeah, I can totally, I can totally just like, golly, I, I can put myself there. I can, I could, cause I mean, let's see what, what time frame was this like year wise? Oh, that was in 12, 11? Uh, earlier, than, earlier than that, I would think it's probably... It's like late 2000s? Uh, yeah, Maybe some, some nine. yeah, somewhere around there. Okay, because like I'm 39, so my high school years were late, oh God, the late 1900s. <laughs> and, uh, I remember Yo, going... Man. Yeah, you old bitch. Uh, I remember going up to my grandma's house and 
going down into like one of my aunt's basements and it's like me and my cousins and we were like flipping through channels and it'd be like all staticky and then like you'd catch a boob or something. You'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> but I never, I never, I think the closest thing that I came to was like hanging out with one of my buddies, uh, it was either David or Alan. We'd, and we'd see like the faces of death and all this other shit. And I think it was just this kind of like, shock and awe like holy shit this actually happens in the world because i yeah. grew up in nowhereville north carolina um but that's not the actual name of the place but it's just you know <laughs> middle of the woods and so i wasn't exposed to any of any of that you know hardcore brutality and stuff like that so i mean with the music that you guys make understanding that this is kind of like hey this is where the idea came from i mean again it's in the lyrics like God, I really don't know what I'm trying to get at here, but it's more or less like, is there a message in the music or is it just we're making fucking heavy music just to make heavy music? So a part of it is, at least for me anyway, I don't know if I can speak for everybody, but the way I think about it is it's one part like just being as brutal as you can be with the concept. And so it's got that shock value kind of thing to it, like all good death metal does. Right. And then the other part of it is like, you know, this is, uh, this is the underbelly of real life. Like this is the dark side of humanity. Like this shit really happens. And, you know, 99.9% .9 of us aren't going to get dragged into the woods and murdered, but it happens to people. And there's, there's a lot of bad shit that happens. And so it's kind of like highlighting that while it's not necessarily celebrating it. Right. Which I mean, obviously you can't condone murder, but of course, which we don't, we totally don't, by the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you heard it here for first scrap. How does not condone murder. Okay. That's just on the record <laughs> but yeah it's just like a whole uh like it really like i feel like it's ex it's exposing things that you know uh it kind of like when i see saw videos like that in my youth it like shatters your worldview of like everything is safe and happy inside my little hometown and then out there in the world there's terrible things happening and so it kind of like highlights that that i think a lot of people will you don't necessarily get it when you're just inside your own little bubble and you know on like i said on one hand it's just you know it's just brutal music for the sake of brutality but on the other hand it's you know uh showcasing some dark shit that's real i think that's probably the best explanation i've i've heard in a long time especially when it comes to just the fucking heavy music because i mean you know when it comes like metalcore or progressive or rock you can be like Oh, you know, we were thinking about clouds and what it would be like to float up there and what would that sound like? Not, not, not that this was an actual conversation. I'm just making up one in my head. Um, but, you know, all the all these polyrhythms and shoegaze. Like, but <laughs> and here you guys come. You're like, hey, here's a stomp in the face. And just, you know, yeah. all that kind of fun stuff. But so what's up with. Uh, so now we got. Uh, uh, oh, Lord, I lost my space. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Slaughtered in the woods. I want to, I want to ask about just how you come up with the names because you you also have killed in a cave, and then you have human pavement. Yeah, I, I think you know whenever bands are generating, hey man, what are we going to call this song? And you know I've heard other musicians say like, oh, we'll call it a uh, Monkey Feet or uh, Two Shits on Sunday or you know just as like working titles. If if these are the if these are the ones that you're going to release, are there working titles that then get turned into human pavement? I'm just I'm just curious how it works for you guys. Sometimes, but not really too often. Um, the way we kind of do it is we'll we'll be sitting around like on practice nights and whatever, and we're just kind of shooting the shit, and we're just trying to come up with some of the stupidest, silliest, most absurd, dumb names we can think of, and we're just having fun with it, and then we land on something like human pavement which might've gone through like maybe two iterations, like human concrete or something, who knows. And then we'll just land on human pavement. And we're like, that'd be sick to write a song about human pavement. <laughs> and so we'll, we'll actually go with like the title first and then work backwards. Oh, so you got, that, see, cause that's how, that's how I work. I work off of kind of like name recognition or brand recognition. Like if you can, if you can say it, and you can kind of summarize what it is in just the, you know, two to four words, then just reverse engineer it to make it fit that. It, it's, it's like you're making it fit versus allowing it to just run its course. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like 
kind of like the segment that I keep and Jake, I'm sorry that this hasn't happened sooner, but does it stank? Right. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> you can, you can formulate what is going to happen from a metal podcast show on does it stank or, you know, another segment idea I have called brews and breakdowns where it's like drinking beers and talking about breakdowns or breaking down music or breaking down something. Right. So I could just see the conversation. You guys are just like wheedling away and just, you know, all of a sudden you're like, oh man, human pavement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, okay. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. How are we? Okay. What is that? What does human pavement sound like? So how, yeah. so once you have the name, how does it go from there? So I think in a big, big part of like the naming is, um, what does the, what is the artwork going to look like? So when oh, you yes. come up with something yeah. like human pavement, you see it in your head of like people get like the artwork is people getting run over by a steamroller and we're like that's going on a t-shirt that's going online and we're posting that all over facebook it's going to bring like people are going to see that and go holy shit and so that, that's a big part of it for the naming scheme and then because of, of of that you know you see it in your head and then you're like well there's a big steamroller on it put a the sound of a fucking steamroller in there too nice. and then like let's do let's do some audio stuff and like uh, people getting crunched up and stuff like that. It's where you get like all the samples at, at, at the end. And then uh, from there, I mean, well, writing the music is kind of just like, kind of write something that might sound like that. <laughs> You're like, uh, somebody look up, sam uh, somebody look up a plugin for bone crunching drop A or, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Cause I'm looking, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, uh, the album artwork for human pavement. And that is, that is exactly what I would think from, you know, coming from a, you know, metal and then I think it, it's also, um, a very good thing that we found an artist who could actually bring it to life the way that they did. Um, his name was a uh, valid I think you can follow him on like Facebook and Instagram, stuff like that. Yeah. His page is called Denumbra Artworks, D-E-N-U-M-B-R-A. Uh, oh, okay. And uh, Jesse found him and he is so good at just like bringing a vision to life because I think with Human Pavement, we literally just sent him like an audio message of me describing what I'm seeing in my head. And then he just nails it first try. It was the first try. There was one pass and that was it. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, be, yeah. Be sure to send me his information so I can put it in the comments. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, he did a uh, killed in a cave artwork. He did the human pavement artwork, and he did our the artwork for our new album. Oh, for the oh yeah, because you guys have a whole album coming out, right? Yeah, on the twenty sixth, we're dropping a whole full length album. It's called uh, the Eagle Lake Slasher. The ooh, ooh <laughs> I like it. The yeah, Eagle so. Uh, the artwork that that came with Slaughtered in the Woods is the official artwork for the whole album. Oh, okay. Oh, so so what I'm seeing right now that's that'll be the cover for the for the EP. Yeah. Okay. And when does that drop? This month, April. Uh, yeah, the 26th. Fuck, I gotta get this one out quick. April. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. I God, I get so I get so fucking backed up. I like I'm such a procrastinator. I call myself a prioritizer. So. It's such a vibe. Yeah, a prioritizer. I'm not a procrastinator. I'm a prioritizer. Um, that sounds a lot better. It, yeah, it's like it's like today's new like entrepreneur. Like, no, you're unemployed. Like, no, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> oh man. So do you guys uh, minus the um, or in addition to the the album dropping? Um, how has the single been received? Good, good from everybody. Because I listened to it today, and my daughter's like, uh, Dad, um, it's Sunday morning. What are you listening to? <laughs> like, shut your mouth. It's slaughtered in the woods. I got to, I got to prep for, cause I, cause I have my, you know, my monitors going and, you know, my wife works late nights and typically like today we're supposed to be doing a, a birthday celebration. My daughter just turned 10 and oh, nice. that, yeah, that is a wild accomplishment for me as another human to be in charge of a little human. And they made it a decade under my supervision. So it's like <laughs> doing something right for everybody out there that has kids. It is very vital that, you know, you make sure that their needs are met and put yourself second. I've, I've been going to therapy and trying to uh, like, trying to like harness this anger that I saw. Like I lose my temper very quickly. 
You, you got to get that uh, that BetterHelp.com as a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, hey, BetterHelp. Holler at your boy. But uh, golly, we uh, single. Where we're we at? I wish I had a rewind button. Um, <laughs> shows. Oh, how how was the music well received? That's how. Because then I was listening to it. The daughter said, "Okay, gotcha." How how's the new single been doing? I think pretty well. Yeah, so far it's been pretty well received. I mean, we're not at like a million views on YouTube or anything, but, I mean, but every, everyone that has listened to it is, has told us that, uh, you know, they like it and they're excited to hear the rest of the album. So it's going good so far. I like the I mean, quick I'm little... Willing to, oh, to listen to more. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I cut long... you off. My bad. <laughs> as, some, as long as someone is like, hey, well, we're excited to hear more from you. I mean, I think we're doing, I think we're doing A-OK. I got to say, I've been seeing you guys get on more and more shows. Uh, I, like I said, I can't exactly remember. I think it was sometime around Killed in the Cave, like a couple years ago, that, that you guys kind of landed on my radar. Uh, I, if, if it was a different method, um, my apologies for not remembering. Again, I have the pollen in my fucking brain. It's just, oh, God, I want to get rid of this. But, That's going to be a good new song title, by see, the way. Pollen just in like the brain? That. Just like that. in the brain, just pollen. like that. Oh God, it brain takes pollen. some brain pollen. There it is. All right, boom, man. I'll just do some like gnarly, just nasal sucking, like to start yeah. off the track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some Lorna Shore yeah, shit. We're gonna sample that right there, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you think you think we're kidding? Oh, no, we're, going, we're we're clipping that. Be like, hell yeah, dude, I'm in, I'm in the fucking, I'm on page six. They're like, what's page six? Like the thank you notes at the back, you know, down at the bottom of the, you know, oh, you know what CDs are? What are CDs? Oh my God. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, do you guys, do you guys have any, um, like what's the, the, the EP launch? Like you guys going to print, uh, physicals, uh, or is it just going to be all digital? Yeah. So, uh, right now. Uh, on our label, Ostuary Industries, and you can find the links on our, our social medias, but there's pre-orders up right now for the new t-shirt that has the album artwork on it and uh, CDs, so you can get pre-orders for that, and uh, in a few weeks, we, you know, uh, we'll get everything ordered, and we'll send all that out for when the album comes out, and you can get a shirt, a CD, or, you know, there's like a package deal, and it's all on the uh, Ossuary Industries website. Oh man, yeah, definitely, definitely send me all these pertinent links so I can make sure I give people access to support you guys directly. You know. Cool. So how many how, on this on the whole EP? How many songs do we got got to look forward to? Eleven. What? Eleven. <laughs> Eleven songs. Yeah, so that includes uh, "Slaughtered in the Woods." Human Pavement is on there. And Killed in a Cave is on there, but we re-recorded it, remastered it, and it has a feature from one of our good friends, and it is the only feature from another vocalist on the entire album. No shit. Uh, yeah. Can, do, can we, do we have to wait to know? I don't know. I don't know. No, I'll say it on here. Fuck what? it. Um, Hold on. No, let me get so- my button ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Break, 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 breaking news. Okay, now I definitely have to get this out before the 26th. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure. All right. Hit us, hit us with the breaking news. So, th- so you're saying on this, oh my God, the fact that you guys went more than five songs or six songs on, on an album, like I'm, and I'm not discrediting anybody that goes that route, but I was having a conversation a while ago where it was like, man, you know, I really miss the days of eight, nine, 10, 11 tracks on a CD or on an EP or, or, you know, on an album where you can just, it's not over in 24 minutes or 30 minutes. Yeah. Like it takes an hour to digest it and just like really let it sink in. And, you know, you can kind of take more of a journey. You know, uh, so sure. that's something that like, I'd, I'd like to touch on real quick. But sure. Like, go, um, let's get this right. Yeah. Let's get, yeah. I'm fuck. I'm excited. Yeah, okay. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. So yeah, exclusive ATX metal podcast news for our album is, um, uh, so our good friend, uh, Clint Enax, he's a great vocalist from Houston and, uh, he is the only feature on the entire album and he's featured on the re-recording of killed in a cave, mm, killed in a cave remastered. God, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking super sick vocalist. He can make some gnarly, ugly noises. What, uh, what, what, uh, project is he in? 
so he is in a a band called Spaff S P A F F, and that's like a, a internet project between him and his bandmate. Actually, lives in England, and he uh, his bandmate is a guitarist for Coprocephalic Mutation. I think that's how you pronounce that. Okay, I'll, <laughs> but I'll you take your word for it. <laughs> I believe that's how it's said, but uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. But so he's in a project with him, and uh, I believe he's getting. I've been telling him since I've known him that he needs like a local band to like play actual live shows with on a regular basis because he is like a gnarly vocalist and doesn't get enough love. Nice. Nice. Well, dude, I, I can't wait, but uh, Jesse, what were you going to say about the, uh, about the EP or about the album? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole, um, like having 10 or more songs on an album, I think is something at least in like the, the metal scene where I think bands, kind of want to get away from that and that's only because of the fact that i mean if you drop a single like in a, like one month and then sit on that for like two three months another single and then another single and you know you're always in someone's face but then i think that sort of takes away from just like what you were saying which is like the it's the journey of the album you know you've got this whole full length and it's written cohesively together and i think you start missing out on stuff like that i mean both you know pros and cons of each way to release but i think that's just something that kind of is we're kind of getting away from i know that i know that a lot of bands that i've interviewed and i and i think it was predominantly pushed because of covid and how artists basically had to survive yeah i don't i'm not saying that was 100 percent the reason but it definitely was a contributing factor on how COVID. <clears throat> covid really did like some damage to like bands everywhere it's it's insane yeah i definitely i definitely heard some horror stories from bands because it, it just really messed a lot of stuff up kind of put us in this weird place on, okay, we're being told to stay home and there's this invisible force that we can't see that can and can't get in my body and may potentially kill me. And then you've got all of the, basically the entirety of the internet saying 37 different things. And it's like, who yeah. do you believe? And don't believe them because they're a fucking Democrat. And like, well, don't believe them because they're Republican. It's like, well... <laughs> I don't, Joe Rogan, tell, help me, you know, like, uh, you know, <laughs> and I'll I just, admit, man, like, <laughs> I just want to stay alive. Come on. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. I, I really hope for the sake of humanity that we can, and I'm guilty of this. I'm, I will be the first one to call myself out that, you know, politics does a lot of damage when it comes to the public well-being as just as a whole doesn't have to be doesn't have to be specific to covid or mental health or gun control or schools or books i mean fuck man they're banning books left and right in <laughs> books you know fuck man just just let people read and now i will say like i've so like i look you know cuz i'm a parent so i have to look at what my school board is kicking out of the library um and there's some books in there that i personally was like holy shit like i can't believe that was in there you know um but if my child brought it to my attention i'd be like hey you know this is <sighs> wasn't expecting to have this conversation at 10 but uh okay here we go you know um, get into it but yeah i mean you know because education education is important no, ma no matter what the topic i think because if you're if you're more educated then the better you can understand it. Da, 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 da. Anyway, I'm again, I don't know. This is a Sunday morning. The pollen is in brain pollen rant. My bad. Brain pollen. Oh, brain. Brain. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't wait for just you guys are gonna come out of nowhere and just we're dropping a new single. It's called Brain Pollen. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh man. Um, I think let me see if I can try and rewind the down. What's that? He's going to put it, <laughs> we have a whole giant list of potential song names. He's throwing that in there. Oh, hit me with some more potentials. Oh, just God, like one or two, just one or two. He got a uh, sodomized by a shark. What? 
Oh God, I'm just gonna have to have you guys on just like you guys just just send me little blurps, like little audio blurps that I can put in between uh segments. Just be like, hey, what's up? This is Jake Miller, and I uh, just wanted to let you know the new one of the new uh ideas that we had was called uh, sodomized by a shark. Thanks for listening. You know, like just to <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at some some more of these. You got some like really dumb ones where it's like there's die in a ditch there's a dildo bazooka one million termites you got a battery acid bath see now that one that one has probably happened somewhere in this planet a battery yeah. acid bath that, that makes me think of i think it's the scene from a uh, saw four where the dude gets dunked in battery acid probably yeah there's yeah there's somebody has died from battery acid death for 100 100 percent. you don't have yeah, to go get slaughtered in the woods to figure that one out <laughs> yeah there's probably 30 different names on the list and some of them are like you think yeah that's for sure a good song name and some of them we just say to be funny and just crack each other up <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh i th- uh I think I remember where I was going with this. Uh, the whole, the whole full length versus like single drip feed COVID, all that fun stuff. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I found myself where I was going with that. <laughs> um, the 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 reason I think the reason that everybody kind of changed how they release is just because that's you know that was the evolution of of music releases. You know, like we had to. Everybody was busy with their day jobs and, you know, their side projects and their hobbies and this and that. And whenever music would come out, of course, you know, if they were subscribed to it or if they were, you know, following the band on whatever social media platform, they would get this, you know, alert and like, hey, you know, new single, this, that, other. And and then whenever we got forced to stay home and everything just got shut off and we were locked inside our rooms and our houses, everybody was like on the hunt for more, you know, more, just more, you know. And to stay ahead of or to stay relevant instead of releasing a, you know, seven, eight, nine track album, it was like, well, let's just do single, single, video, single. And then you just cram those into the album. Mm. And then next year, just write some more music, single, single, you know. I mean, there's, there's, and the fact, and the fact that, you know, I've heard of bands getting signed off of one song on TikTok. Virality. All all it takes is one. Yeah. So I really, you know, and as of right now, um, if you did not care to watch, and you probably still don't care to watch, uh, if you're listening to this, go go look at some of the most asinine. Look at our look at our fucking representatives on Capitol Hill grilling a thirty something year old CEO of TikTok, and. I mean, God damn, some of the quit. Uh, Mr. Chairman, can you tell me if TikTok accesses uh, uh, my home's Wi-Fi? Of course it fucked just like everything else. Instagram. Uh, was, oh, my God. I was like, losing my <sighs> If you don't know, um, I pay attention to what Congress does because that's very important. Those are the people making decisions in our lives right now. And they don't understand that this app. They don't understand basic internet. No. No, they don't. They don't. I mean, back in my day, yeah, back in your day, they had a fucking rotary phone hung up on the side of the wall and you had to call grandma through an operator that plugged it in. Hello, operator. Let me connect you. But yes, TikTok accesses the fucking. (laughs) Yeah, it is. wild it's it is insane and you know the average retirement age i think you can start drawing social security is like 64 Uh, you can do it early 62 but there's some penalties and then like over in france that they just went from 62 to 64 and they had hundreds of thousands of people in the streets and union strikes uh uh like no fuck you put it back at 62 i mean dude imagine being like right there at the edge of of retirement and then the government's like ha jokes on you two more years fool pay up <laughs> no thank that. you i would definitely come up with some name like slaughtered in the woods and play it yeah. over loudspeakers in front of the capitol oh yeah 
That's oh. what uh, that's what America needs is more brutal death metal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you play some of that shit outside of your local reps. Now they may take it as a threat, and you're like, nope. This is just free speech. This is me just trying to share some cool music with you, uh, representative. Blah blah blah. Pre made it at Capitol Hill. Go. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't take a big rip of a dab. I was mid mid chug of my coffee, and then I heard cremated at Capitol Hill, and it just like, oh God, I can so I could see that putting it on the list. I could see that cremated at Capitol Hill. Woo, son, that one. There's man, you want to talk about imagery? Just, exactly. <laughs> that the imagine the the artwork for that. That's what it's oh, all about. Oh man, you know that would poof. You would feed both sides of the aisle with that one. Sure enough, <laughs> you'd have you'd have your patriots that were like, "Fuck yeah, fucking get them." The other ones are just like, "Oh well, okay." <laughs> anyway, anyway, I digress. Uh, but yes, I am stoked that you guys have more than more than the usual album uh, quantity. How do you, how did you guys decide? I mean, is it, is it a group effort? Like, yeah, let's, let's, let's burn off 10 or 11 on an album or let's just do this single drip fed kind of thing. Yeah. I think it's, it's all of us were, we're all very, uh, more old school minded where it's like, we like to listen to an entire album. And so, like you said, we like to take that journey of, of an entire record. And we wanted that for people that bother to listen to us. We want that same kind of notion where it's, you know, it's not just, you know, we don't, we don't have just four songs out. When we put something out, we want it to have a lot of impact and be long lasting. And so I feel like albums will be remembered a lot more than your three singles. Yeah. Even if they are, if you take the three singles and shove them on an album, but you actually just added it to like two more, you know? Yeah. And again, I'm not, and I, I love, I mean, there's bands out there that I love that have this method of, you know, four or five single, yeah, single. I mean, like I love it. It's 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 a business. Yeah, no hate on them, but yeah, I'm different, just different things work for different bands. Yeah, no, no same band is going to release the same way, write the same way, anything. So, what do you think? Like, um, I know that it's not out, but what would be a deep cut? Like, what's like of the album that's coming forth? Like, what what song do you think is going to be like the one that goes like, damn, listen to this shit. Have you heard this yet? Or are you allowed to say so? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't care. We're on ATX Metal Podcast, bro. I'll say anything on here. Okay. Um, open, open books. So I love my, it. my 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 yeah. personal pick. Yeah, let's is do that. The, let's go personal faves. Uh, the second no, it, it'll be the third to last track on the album. It's called uh, "Origin of Affliction." Ooh, that's my favorite on the album, and as I think people are gonna really like that one. Now, is that your is that your favorite because of I, I guess why is it your favorite? Uh, so that was one that Kyron wrote because him and Jesse kind of half and half all the writing of the instruments on the album, and uh, that was one that he wrote, and it's just it's it's just nasty. It's got this <laughs> it's got this section in the middle where it just hits this gnarly like super slow crunchy riff, and it's just awesome. Ooh. Slow and crunchy. Like it. Jesse, what about you, man? I'm going to have to go with like the title track of the album, The Eagle Lake Slasher. It's the oh, second track. Okay. It's the second track on the album, and it's, it's in your face. It's nice. It's fast. It, it's hard. It's, it's everything. It's crazy. Like, I understand, you know, whenever I hear bands, or whenever I talk to bands, especially, you know, of the harder side of the metal, they're like, dude, this next album's going to be even heavier. I'm like, like <laughs> how, how, how do you get even heavier? You know, like there is, you know, there is a bottom, there is a low, right? Like there's a floor, like it can get heavier, like, you know, but how does, how does a band like Scrap Pile that, that has like, you know, and, and don't take this the wrong way, but has like, you know, that sound, like that brutal death metal sound. How do you guys, how do you guys evolve? Like, do you guys throw in other elements or, you know, play like, how, how does, how do you guys get your, get your mojo for new music? Um, I think there's, and I can't speak for Kyron because he, like uh, he said, right. he's the other one that writes like 
um, the music. But when I go with it, I'm kind of thinking of um, uh, just adding new things that we haven't done before. Like, for example, there's, uh, I think it's track five on the album. It's called Lake of Amagakuri. And it's, it's like the, it's probably like the black sheet of, black sheep of the album because it is it's a lot more different than everything okay um but it's stuff like that so like we'll kind of just experiment and see what works don't work whatever just like kind of um the vertex uh of an infinite shape on the ep that's like the black sheep of that little ep but i mean i think it's i think it's great <laughs> yeah it's, so with our first ep and this one there's that one song right in the middle that's like totally different from the rest of it uh, but I think a lot of, like, our diversity and our, like, evolution of music comes from, like, uh, with Jesse and Kyron, since they do a, a, all of the instrumental writing, they listen to, like, completely different genres most of the time. Like, we we all listen to a lot of different music, and so we all, it, it gets all blended together. We, you know, like, I listen to a lot of technical death metal and, like, slam and stuff like that, whereas Jesse may listen to, like, more metalcore, like, technical stuff, and he throws that in there. And yeah, we're, like, we're kind of uh, mixing it together. Like, fun fact, like, I didn't really listen to death metal before I started playing in a death metal band. I didn't, I didn't start listening to y'all shit until I started a podcast. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I definitely have evolved my sound over time. I'll tell you what, if I were to hear your shit uh, eight years ago, I'd probably just skip it. Like, I just, like, yeah. it, I mean, Same. not, it's just how it was, like, in, in, at the time in my world. And, it was all about ones and zeros and gent riffs and, you know, all that stuff. But then I saw a band called Spite that completely changed my life, but I saw them live, you know? I saw Darius up there just losing his fucking mind and doing all this weird shit. And then it's like, okay, there's actually, okay, I get it now. I get it now. And then yeah, that dude, was, Spite rules. Dude, Spite, golly. And it's kind of like, Bands like that just come out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden they're popular as fuck, and you're like, hey, what else am I missing? And you start digging down the rabbit hole, and <clears throat> you end up uh, somewhere in Russia. <laughs> 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 oh, man. All right. Well, man, we've, God, we've almost burned through an entire hour. Holy shit. So much fun. So much fun. Um, what, uh, what else do you guys want to make sure that the fans know? Uh, before we get out of here, because like I said, I got to go to uh, it's birthday day party day. We're gonna well, I don't know if she can hear me, but I'll tell you guys, we're gonna go to Kalahari. It's the big Ooh. ass, yeah, it's a big ass resort. Um, yeah, she can't hear me. It's this big <laughs> ass resort uh, in in Round Rock, Texas. It's all like indoor water park. They got like zip lines, all kinds of shit for you know. It's literally like an escape, and you don't even have. To, I just have to drive across town. 30 minutes um but yeah that's where we're going but uh uh any like i guess any anything that we didn't talk about that you want to make sure that the that the fans know about uh like oh oh where they can support you at like ads merch band camp all that fun stuff uh yeah so we we're on every platform we're on uh youtube we have our own youtube channel uh spotify apple music we're always uh, looking to up our streaming numbers. So, I mean, just listening to the music is the best thing for us. Uh, like I said, our, our merch is up for pre-order on uh, Ossuary Industries. You can find their links on our Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can find our links on there to buy merch and uh, CDs. Uh, if you follow us, we are always, we're booked up with shows all the way through September right now. So you can find us uh, playing shows all over Texas. And we're going to New York to play a gig in a couple weeks. So. Uh, just uh, keep an eye out for any, anywhere we're playing and come out to a show and get down with us. Did you guys go to New York to play? Yeah, we're going to uh, Brooklyn, New York. We're playing a gig with uh, Immortal Suffering. How how did you get that? Uh, so <laughs> last November. Sorry, uh, that sounded that really, that sounded really like. <laughs> I was still, not, uh, not like. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing going to New York? No, yeah. Uh, I'm so, sorry, that came across really fucked up. My bad. Not. Oh, you're good. I generally question, like, how did you get that? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So last November, uh, the guy that runs our label, Brian, he put on a festival in Houston, and uh, it was called Deep in the Pit of Texas, and he got a bunch of bands from all around the country to come, 
and uh, one of the headliners was Immortal Suffering, which is a, a an old school like legacy death metal band from New York, and he's friends with them. So they came down and played, uh, and we were one of the early bands on the festival as like the local acts, and so they saw us play because they were generous enough to you know watch the early bands and be there. And so they saw us play, and they dug us, and so they invited us to come play with them in Brooklyn. Dude, fuck yeah, that's what's up, man. When the when the headliners actually give a shit. I mean, because you know, every every band is a local somewhere, right? I mean, for sure. And the fact that they take their time to catch a set, or even even if they just ca- caught a song, you know, and now they're involved. And w- when is that? What date is that? Uh, so that show is on the 14th, Friday night in uh, Brooklyn, April? New York. Yeah. Okay. So well, mm. Man, it's really fucking <laughs> well, tough for me. No, I mean, if it's this is out after that, that's totally fine. I mean, I don't think a whole lot of people. If it's out afterwards, then we definitely had a great show. <laughs> yeah, right. If yeah, you're listening so to this dope. after the 14th of April, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking awesome. We got mugged. It was crazy. <laughs> How? <laughs> How are you guys getting up there? Driving? Yep. Man. 30 hours up, 30 hours back. Make sure the, just make sure the thing can make it there. You know, like, what are you guys driving yeah. in? Like a Chevy Express 1500 or something? Uh, I think that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's a rental, actually. We're renting one. <laughs> I, 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 if I had enough money, this is, this is one of those, uh, one of those, I'm just going to put it out into the ether into the metaverse and make sure that the universe knows that I want this to happen. I would like to get a rent, a, a, a reliable rental situation for locals. You know what I mean? So instead of you guys going to U-Haul or Penske or wherever and taking these vehicles on uh, a journey that a goddamn, a 30 hour journey, hauling a trailer, Five dudes, probably. How many people are going up? Anybody, anybody going to support with you guys? Uh, yeah, I think my brother's going with us, so it'll be the six of us. Okay, okay. So, I mean, yeah, just I want to be able to get bands across the country safely because God knows I see all these, like, Instagram is, I mean, it's like every week someone's Chevy Express or Ford E350 has just shit the bed and it's like, well, yeah, because they're workhorses and they've got like 200,000 miles on them or they get it third party and they think that they're getting a deal, but they actually are not. And it's like, you know, when I, I used to be a mechanic and I mean, I still am, I still, you know, tinker here and there, but I just see these posts and I'm just like, oh my God, like, can we get like a newer Nissan or a, or a, fucking mercedes sprinter or so i don't know man i i will by the time i'm 45 I, i'm gonna put it out there by the time i'm 45 i'll have this this company made so hell yeah we're manifesting it manifesting it. i'm gonna have a company i'm gonna have a company i have a company <laughs> yeah put it on your affirmation board yeah yeah it's like <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the mirror every day oh man oh, yeah. well guys thank you so much for hanging out on a sunday morning uh this early i honestly i wasn't I wasn't expecting to have this much fun, but I do miss I do miss the Sunday morning throwdowns. Uh, I wish I wish that this was leading into a does it stank segment or uh, yeah. or like because I really okay I'll put this out in the universe too, and you guys will probably be one of the first ones on there is a cooking show because I mean who who doesn't love a good cooking show right like they're they're fucking everywhere so now it's yeah. now it's try and find the cooking show that doesn't exist. Well, the cooking show that doesn't exist is called Stankin' Eggs. So, <laughs> right? Stankin' eggs. That's fucking that's, awesome. That's Hashtag that's TM one. in the circle. I own it. If I see it anywhere on the internet, I'm suing you for intellectual property theft. It's mine. Stankin' eggs. I All really right. like that. So here's how it goes is what's happening right now. It actually happens in person at someone's house, right? And we find a chef, like an up-and-coming chef, somebody that, uh, you know, is looking just to get their name out there. And come over to like my house or we find a place that's willing to, you know, open up their, their doors. And we set up a couple cameras and some videos and we let them cook the eggs, some, something egg related, something breakfast, you know, obviously there's not 
a million plates that you can do, but there's enough variety of eggs. And anyway, and then the stank part is, uh, you know, obviously some fucking stanky metal. And awesome. dude, that is, oh my God, I can see it like on, you know, HGTV or TLC or Netflix. I, I can see this. I can see it happening. Like, I think there was this one on, uh, is it HBO? I can't exactly remember, but basically all the few, all the food that they cooked was infused with either CBD or THC and they served them. I think, was it Snoop Dogg? Was it Snoop Dogg? I feel like Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart have already done this, but I think, uh, I think it was two chains that did it. (laughs) Sorry. I swear to God, I'm not smoking dabs over here. I'm drinking. I can't drink coffee correctly, but. I think it was two chains. Yeah. That makes, that makes a lot more sense. Um, but yeah, but I kind of got the idea for, I'm like, man, they're just sitting around just talking, having a good time. And then all of a sudden this plate shows up and they're eating. And then like fast forward 30 minutes, some of them are just like face down, just, uh, (laughs) but they actually mix it up to where the CBD kind of chills you out. Then the THC will bring you back up. Like, so the plates, you know, go with the course and go with the dosing. But I was just always like, man, you know, we just, we need a show about metal and breakfast because, you know, everybody calls the bang over, right? Everybody's familiar with the bang over. Like you just go and wreck it the night before, both in the pit, on the stage and at the bar and possibly after the bar at the house party. But if, if you haven't had a bang over, you you're you're missing out. It's it sucks the next day, but it's definitely <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely worth the worth the journey. But thanks for good memories. Oh, or the ones that you can't really recall. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, uh, I left the bar. Like you're looking at your phone, like your last text messages. It's like 1 11 a.m. Where are you at? And you just have like a bunch of shit typed in there with some emojis. And you're like, <laughs> that's about the time it went dark, boys. It's about the time it went dark. Um oh god yes and then we have uh oh yeah then the final project is called uh tales from the pit where you just tell the story about some wild fucking pit story and then i'm gonna have it animated with like stick figures yo that oh i think um yeah i submitted mine to that when you were when you were i still have it i it's still it's (laughs) i have not forgotten about it it's like i said it's on this like little side tab with all it just says like ideas um you and another guy submitted and they're just they're they're so good (laughs) (laughs) but that's the thing you know that way it create that way it it involves the community i mean from fans to bar managers to you know people in bands that witnessed something or they were supporting a band and the circle pit got crazy so like that's that's my whole goal is just to have a shitload of content that everybody can like at least contribute to um, so shout out to all the fans that continue to go out to shows and see bands like Scrap Pile. Uh, they need your support just like all the other big bands, you know, um, but they need it the most. Not Okay. God damn, that sounded really good. He's I, not lying, though. I, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, re- this is my retirement plan since, uh, <sighs> since we can't make any other money. So we, uh, we need all the help we can get. Okay, so if people were to, I know we went over it real briefly, but if people were to give you support directly, what's the best way they could support you? Uh, I think the best way is through Bandcamp because we get the most money from that. So, I mean, you could go on there when we have our album out, you can go on there and buy the album digitally. And the probably a better way than that is to actually come to a show, buy a t-shirt. That's the best thing to do. That is that. I mean, like the wristband. Say, oh, and speaking of supporting local, hashtag uh, shameless plug. You can go to atxmp.com and go over to the merch tab, and you can get a uh, get a bundle. You get uh, two wristbands, two stickers, some earplugs, and a keychain lanyard. <laughs> um, for fifteen bucks shipped. It's like my it's like my party package, or I don't know, show package or something. But yeah, always always and forever go to the shows and buy your tickets from the local bands because that money goes directly back into their pockets and also if they have like a limited number to sell and then magically they sell out guess what that tells the venue holy shit they can at least bring 20 to 25 people and those people are going to buy drinks at my venue and pay monies to me yeah 
Fuck it, bring them back. And you usually get them cheaper from local bands. Hell yeah, dude. I know. So this year is my 10-year anniversary. Well, it, I'm in my ninth, but after November, I think like 4th. I don't know the like the official day that we started this, but it's like early November. So I always throw my end of year show at, uh, first weekend of December, and it's going to be my 10-year show. So we're trying to figure out the right metric, but... Um, Man, if we can get the headliner that I want, I'm shoot. I'm like, I am really aiming for the fucking stars on this one. I've got a budget. I'm saving my money. I'm like, I'm personally invested in this, and the venue is helping me out a little bit. But if we can get them, I mean, whoo, son, the lineup is going to be dumb. But oh, yeah. the it. but like Manifest the first, yeah, dude, the first the first like fifty tickets will be ten bucks, right? Because it's the ten year anniversary. Da, da 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 but you know for like lo- other shows like local shows like like Jake said it is usually cheaper like if it's $15 day of it's typically like 12 or 10 from the band mm-hmm. and and so you know any any time that you can cop a ticket you're going to save on online fees you're going to save on day of fees I, like literally just there is no fee to get it from the local band so highly recommend that Always buy their merch, because I think uh, I think my co-host told me once before. He's like, dude, the best way to support bands, especially if they're on tour, is buy the merch. Buy the yeah, merch for sure. That's fucking gas money home, you know, or or can set them up for their next like recording session if they sell enough. Um, so I've always, I mean, I've got all kinds of shit around here. I mean, I've got like uh, my favorite now is like uh, signed drum hats, like the customized ones that are always just going to be a one-off. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I got five now. But yep, five. There we go. Oh, um that's awesome. And, and I mean, yeah, they're they're a grip. Like the last one from Carcosa cost me like sixty-five bucks. But it's like there's only one of those in existence. Totally, yeah. totally worth it. Then I got Revocation, uh, Whitechapel, Ocean's Eight Alaska, and then Rivals. But I'll just show you this one because I just think it's fucking cool. It's an anime version of Bro that that's awesome right like that's a custom i think this was like 40 bucks 50 bucks totally worth it super cool yeah now and then the other ones like the clear ones uh but i saw this one and was like anime related stuff dude anime anime is where it's at my 10 year old will tell you she's on it get them there get them early on one of our songs on the album, it has like the the sample before the song. It it comes from Naruto. Actually, that's that same one I was talking about, track five. Oh, okay. Like, oh, can't wait. I'll be dialed in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, guys. Well, I greatly appreciate you for for hanging out for an hour on a Sunday. Um, I'll get I I will do my ever so greatest to hurry up and get this edited and out. Oh, that's all we ask for, man. Thank you very much for having us, dude. Yeah, for real. Great time. Yeah, man. I can't wait to see you guys. Uh, when are you guys coming back uh, the Austin way? Oh, we don't actually. We have the closest we're going to be to Austin is June 24th. We're in San Marcos for a festival at uh, Ragnar's on the compound. But oh. There's a festival over there. So that'll be the closest we get to Austin that we have booked right now. But I mean... You know, if we want to, if any promoters in Austin are listening to this and want to get us out there, just hit me up. I, I greatly enjoy Austin. We would love to go back. We love come and take it. Oh yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to spread my legs, legs, wings, legs, wings, both, both. <laughs> try to a flying squirrel. Um, <laughs> to try and get more of a relationship with uh, Valhalla, and spider house ballroom at spider house and like one or like far out lounge and empire inside the empire inside so i like i understand come and take it is a really 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 i mean they're obviously our sponsors so i can't really like talk too much shit about them but i definitely want to be able to have more access so that if a band like you guys are like hey man help us out on an austin date i could just launch to you know four or five different promoters and say, Hey, you know, this slam band wants to come down and, you know, fuck some shit up. You guys down then, you know, just to give, give, to give more opportunity to local bands to get in front of people. That's it. That's it. That's what this all is about. It's all about the locals. It's all about the locals. But 
Anyway, I got a birthday party to go to. Um, I'm not exactly sure what to expect, so I'll probably just have like you guys in my ears and just tell everybody I'm on a business phone call. I'm really, I'm, really, I'm just you know they'll see they'll see me out there in the putt putt course, just like <laughs> just murdering the clown or whatever is in front. Of her. <laughs> Ryan, what are you doing? Ah, don't worry. But anyway, I've had, I've had, God, man, I'm gonna go get some stankin' eggs. That's what. There you go. Go cook some breakfast. But anyway, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, I, I look forward to the new release. I know that it's going to be heavy. I know that it's going to be in your face. And I'm pretty sure everybody that likes y'all's version of music is going to is going to enjoy it myself, uh, uh, like I have. It's just, God damn, man, it's fucking heavy. Heavy. It's so, it's just, <laughs> if you want heavy, ladies and gentlemen, Scrap Pile, that's where it's at. Go subscribe, go follow, give them some love. You will not be disappointed, but. All right, guys. Well, I'll stop running my fucking mouth and we'll get out of here. All right, man. Thanks again. Peace out, dude. Thanks, guys.